Okay, thank you guys so very much for being here. Welcome to Real Talk Houston Studios. We're actually across the hall. We're in the think tank for Real Talk Houston Studio. We have a very special season finale planned for you guys tonight. I've already went over, right? I'm only supposed to have, what, 10 episodes per, per season, so now I'm at 17. So I'm kind of already off into season three, which it hasn't even officially started yet. But um, can't stop, won't stop. It was hard to stop when I had so many wonderful guests that wanted to be on the show. So it was just hard for me to stop, you guys. Um, I, I love my platform that much. I love bringing small businesses to the platform, ones that are up and going and well on their way. Today, I want to welcome you guys again. I have my special sponsor in the house tonight, you guys. I have the CEO of K Occasions is in the building and here at the gold table. She graciously decorated my set today, you guys. How fabulous is this set? Amazing, right? Oh my God. It is absolutely wonderful. She has my name on the balloons, you guys. She has my name on the podium here. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. So what I wanna do is bring the CEO of K Occasions up really quick to say just a couple of words to us. Tell us a little bit about her fabulous event planning business and her and her partner offer top-notch event planning services. So can you just come up and just say a couple of words? You can just stand right here in front of the beautiful podium and say a couple of words about K Occasions. Hi guys, how are you doing today? <laughs> Um, my name is Colette, and I'm the CEO of K Occasions. Uh, we offer event designing, styling, rentals in Missouri City, Texas, and surrounding areas. You can follow our Instagram for inquiries and more about our work. And what we do, our Instagram is K Occasions, and we just want to make sure that we plan your next great occasion. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you so very much for being here in the studio, and thanks. A million times over for decorating the set. I can't get over how beautiful this is. Yeah. I just want to figure out how can I take that home and put it in my foyer so I can look at it every day <laughs> until the balloons go down. Because <laughs> I, I love balloons. Everybody here know that. Yes. So, um, again, thank you guys for joining us. We have another fabulous CEO, young and on the move. She is moving and shaking you guys in the... Um, eyewear industry. She is the CEO of Moves Eyewear. She is the designer and she is doing it in the eyewear industry. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. So happy to be here. Yes. And thank you for having me on your finale. Yes, we're going I'm out with a band. We are. Yes. We are. Yes. yes. <laughs> Alina Grant, everybody. She's amazing and she's going to talk to us a little bit about how she got started, what her passion is. How's what she find exciting about the industry, what's rewarding to her, what her journey has been, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly. So <laughs> let's initially start out with telling us, where are you from? What do you like to do? What are your hobbies? I am from, I am a Houstonian. I'm right. a proud Houstonian. Yes. I love Houston, born and raised. Um, so what I like to do, my hobby, moves. Takes up all of my time. That is my hobby. I do have a nine to five, so I do work. And then when I come home, I'm straight to business. Oh, working. Okay. So, so you go from business to business. I go from business, business to, to business. business. Nine to five. B to B. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tell us about 
tell us a little bit about your your childhood. What did you have aspirations on your own business back then, or were you just Actually, a kid on merry-go-round playing hopscotch? I not wanted to be a lot of things. You know, I wanted to be Judge Judy. I have a degree in biology, so I thought I wanted to go the healthcare route. And then um, I really dug deep during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and I found that what is my passion? What is my passion? And mm -hmm. I was like, my passion has been sitting on my face for years. I've been wearing glasses since the fifth grade. And I was like, I can do this. So I did it. Were you wearing prescription glasses? Prescription glasses since okay. the fifth grade. And okay. I would have my mother spend hundreds of thousands of dollars because I would have to get top notch Prada, Dolce yes. Gabbana, Gucci. Yes. Yes. I was wearing all of those furniture. I was like, if I'm going to have to wear some glasses, I'm going to be stylish. They're going to be okay. They're going to oh be my gosh. I'm going to rock them. So, okay, that right. is why I started a luxury brand. Okay, okay. She just went straight into <laughs> childhood to starting her luxury brand, you guys. She knew at a young age what she wanted to do. You know what you love, and you turned that into your passion, and your passion turned into what you do for a living, because you will be quitting your day job soon. We are manifesting that, yes. and it will be happening. Yes, speak that into existence. <laughs> that is amazing. So, the eyewear industry, I know... Um, it was valued back in 2020. I don't know if the numbers are for 21, but we'll talk about that later and, and what it kind of looks like for 2022. Mm -hmm. But in 2020, the value of the eyewear industry, did I read the numbers right? It was like $140 billion you over read, the entire industry? You read that correctly. $140 billion. Who would have been? Who would have thought? That is, that's amazing. That is. And that is why I decided... Not only do I love it, but yeah. I love money too. So, <laughs> True. So, yeah. And yeah, I want to live yeah. a nice life. So right. that was one of the reasons why I decided to uh, go into the eyewear industry. And also, you can price your glasses at any point. Of course, I'm. I wanted to sell what I wear, and I wear luxury frames. So that's mm -hmm. why I just started a luxury um, company. And actually, you know. It's really popular for frames to be on the little affordable side. So you can get frames for $40 and you and you can get frames up to $1,000. Right. Yeah. So I think that is why it's such a big industry. And then it's also a necessity. Mm -hmm. um, people wear prescription. And also, we're, even if you don't wear prescription frames, you're supposed to be wearing shades when you're in your car because it protects your eyes from the sun rays. Okay. And then we have contacts. We have accessories prescription and shades as well so yeah. all of that is circulating in the eyewear industry and that is why it's a 140 billion dollar industry yeah. a lot of different types of glasses and styles and everything out there right yes. so you offer prescription lenses or prescription frames as well as sunglasses so or? I offer sunglasses but you can pop the sunglasses out and take them to your local optometrist and have them put in your prescription. These are prescribed. I'm wearing my uh, brand, yeah, as right, you can see. Right. Um, but you can take them to the uh, luxury eyewear, um, the optometrist, and have your prescription. So this is how it would look on if you were to go to my website. Yes. Yeah. Those are best. Those are the shades. Yes. So you the pop shades. the lenses out and then just put the prescription lenses inside of your own frame. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So we talked about numbers. So as far as percentages, well, let me step back. First of all, let's go back to Moods Eyewear, the name. How did you come up with the name? Why Moods? Moods, because I felt like I wanted to hit every mood. I wanted to have a frame where 
You know, you I, see, okay, so this is a story. So, <laughs> I've always picked extravagant, out-of-the-box frame. Like, I never was going with, like, a plain Jane frame. Right. Mm-hmm. It was either going to be really big, something on the side. So I would always ask my mom, I was like, Mom, do you think this is too much for work? So I wanted um, to provide frames for every mood. So you have your mood when you go into work. You have your mood when you're at home and you're getting ready to go out to a nice happy hour. And you have a mood when you're with your man. So I wanted to hit every mood. And that's the goal. Okay. Gotcha. So, okay, frames from every mood. You got your party frame, your home frame, your work frame, (laughs) driving home from work frame, going to the beach frame, brunch frame, lunch frame, dinner frame. All of that. All of that. See, that's what I'm talking about. Depends on what your mood is and where you're going and what you're doing. Pop on those glasses to suit that mood, right? Exactly. I love it. Numbers. Okay, now we can get to the numbers. So, um... Out of that $140 billion industry, that that was 2020 number. So, you guys, that number has probably increased by now. Who knows what that number is now? I know it's estimated to be up to close to $200 billion maybe by 2024 or yes. something like that. And those are approximate numbers based on the current growth, you guys, okay? So, there's a mere handful of those eyewear designers that are of color, our black and brown eyewear designers. Yes. So, that means, I mean, what kind of percentages are we talking? Maybe 5%, Probably 10%? 5%. Um, and I know growing up, I didn't see a lot of minority owners or women owners in the luxury eyewear business or in the eyewear business at all. But now that I've started mine, I've uh, kind of experienced expanding my reach and I've noticed a lot of black women and black men are getting to the eyewear industry. I don't know mm-hmm. if that pandemic put some fire under people's um, skin and they decided, hey, let me start a business. But yeah, it is yeah. slowly increasing but not to what um, not at the rate compared to the majority. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the majority, I think Lazada, they own a good portion of these eyewear companies and okay. a lot of them like fall under that okay so gotcha okay i'm trying to break into this business aspirations most high million most high billion mm-hmm. dollar company yes so i feel like yes. i can do it it's enough yes. home for everybody yes it is yeah yes. the market is not that small obviously so there's definitely room for you Definitely. Do you have more men or women customers or what? Because the frames, they, they, they look, you know, like they're suited for women. Mm-hmm. But if you do not have any frames for men, is that something you're considering breaking into? Yes, ex- I want to break into Initially, I started with a woman's frame because I feel like that's what I re- um, related to more. Yeah, and I could right. like really design a woman's frame that I knew that a woman could like, hey, I like those. Mm-hmm. But um, as I started like kind of branching out and going to a lot of vending um, opportunities, um, a lot of men would come up to me like, do you have a men's frame? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. See? So that is a goal. I do want to start a men's line and even a unisex line where men and women could wear that same pair. Yes, so that yes. is I want to branch out into. I think that is a fabulous idea. Mm-hmm. You should definitely hop on that because I yes. feel like that's going to double your revenue. Yes. Because men wear shades a lot too. Yes, they All do. All races of men wear shades. They do. So you should definitely get into making a men's brand. Yes, hopefully yeah. by the end of the year I can have my men's Yeah, brand. get those frames going. Moves men. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you need an investor, let me know. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> I love I love eyewear. So yeah, and then my, my friends will tell you I wear shades during the day, at night, and you know, and yes. I I wear tons of different types like of frames, frames, colors, different lens colors, everything. everything. So all different shapes and sizes. So yes. definitely something. And I'm that's interested. what I love about being an eyewear designer. The the creativity is endless. Exactly. I can design a frame this is a cat eye and mm-hmm. i can do the square i could do rounds i could switch up the stem yeah. and that's what i love about it and that's why and going back to that childhood my mom allowed me to be creative i was like five years old she would let me pick out my hair i would always pick out blonde braids so oh. i would have blonde braids for the summer yes. so i feel like that helped me with my creativity oh, so yes. and that's why i love the eyewear business because the um creativity is endless that's so amazing and the different color frames that you have also allow you to wear um change your hair color if you like it'll match you know your frame yeah. will match the hair color yes. right so if you exactly. rock the blonde that will match the frames you have on today because yes. you've got the the taupe the tan yes. so yeah versatility is good versatility is good um you said you were passionate about eyewear because you always wanted to wear shades and yes. or, or glasses when you were young you wore prescription glasses when you were young so you yes. kind of wanted to beautify or maybe take the oh my gosh it wear glasses karma out of what you were doing i wanted to make it beautiful i wanted to feel beautiful i like feeling beautiful as a woman i think that's important that you feel beautiful on the outside because it makes you feel good on the inside and and it affects everyone around right it exuberates so yes yes Yes. so in the fifth grade um that is when i couldn't see and i was struggling and squinting and then my mother (laughs) took me to the optometrist and they were like uh she can wear glasses and i was like oh Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. So I had yeah. to take off my glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would wear the uh, glasses in the classroom. And then when I when I would get in the hallway, I would take them you off. Take off. And I was like, I can't keep doing that. So the first <laughs> frames you got, were they like, oh my God, ugly? Or were they, you picked out the best ones you could? I, or? I picked out the best ones. It was my first time. <laughs> I really didn't know. And I wasn't, maybe I wasn't, feel, that's probably why I took them off in the hallway. Yeah, yeah you just weren't feeling so good. So then I was like, thing. but then I got tired of that. Really? Like, people are going to take me with these glasses mm-hmm. and they're going to love me. Because I'm going to make myself cute. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sounds like mom has been very instrumental and supportive with Elena, you guys. And she's actually here in the studio today. So, hi, Miss Grant. <laughs> <laughs> We thank you for supporting Elena so much. You've done a fabulous job with her. She's a lovely young woman. We got big hopes for her. We got big, big, big hopes for her. Um, obstacles. I know you encountered some obstacles obstacles when you were starting your business. So when you first got started, what did you what what process did you use? What steps did you take and what hurdles did you have to cross? And what have you learned about business startup? It has been a long yeah. journey. So, how I got started, I actually was laid off during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, I knew that I was going to be laid off, and my mother was like, look, if you want to do something, now's the time to do it. And I was laid off, so I had a lot of time on my hands. And I just started researching eyewear manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Then I came across my manufacturer. 
handmade in Italy. That is like the fashion capital of the world. It doesn't get any better than yes. handmade in yes. Italy. Uh-huh. Mazzucelli acetate, top-notch acetate. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, just starting that, it took me from March to um, probably like September to design the frame, just going back and forth with my manufacturer and them letting me know, okay, you can do that. No, you can't do that. I was like, oh, well, I think this looks good. They think this looks good. And um, just getting their expertise Mm. and then picking out the four colors that um, I got to pick. And then I received them November 2020. And then uh, my friend, shout out to my friend Paige, she <laughs> helps me uh, with my website. I've made my own website off of Shopify. I use that platform. Okay. And then um, I actually am celebrating my one-year anniversary. I actually celebrated already April 9th. Oh, right. So I've been in Happy one-year anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. And that is when I launched April 9th, 2021. Um, and I started selling my frames. Um, I feel like the biggest hurdle has been marketing and finding my clientele and my niche because I feel like it has to be a certain type of woman to understand I can pay $150, I could pay $199 and understand the value and behind the Mazzucelli acetate, the made in Italy because I'm that woman, I would have my mother (laughs) spending $200 and I was in middle school, high school and then I had to start buying my own Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I wanted a luxury pair because I feel like it's your face. Yeah, Yeah, that's the first thing people see. It's the first thing people see, so it should be a high quality frame. Right, first impression. (laughs) First impression. (laughs) So, um, I feel like, and just establishing myself because I've only been in business one year, and just having people comfortable with spending that one ninety nine with me, and right. knowing that this is a quality product. Right. So I feel like that's been my biggest hurdle: marketing, social media. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you asked, um, what have I learned? <laughs> <laughs> um, just growing as a leader and having to like when something knocks you down, because I know life is. Hills and valleys. Yes, it is. Yes. You got to get back up. Yes. You got to get strong. Right. Um, so I feel like that I've grown in leadership and mm-hmm. getting tough skin mm-hmm. and uh, putting myself out there. And also with marketing, I run my own social media page. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get a PR company, Lamore uh, Lifestyle, um, yeah. because I was having a hard time finding that clientele. So I was like, okay. I feel like I've taken it as far as I can take it. Right. I need a professional to come in and yes. help with that marketing. Yes. So I feel like that's been my biggest hurdle and the biggest yeah. learning experience. Yeah. That is hard. Doing the marketing is hard. Being a one-woman show yes. is hard. I know how yes. that is. <laughs> I know. And it's you, you have to find the right team and staff to support you because yes. you can't just pull somebody out of the weeds and say hey come work on my team that doesn't work you really yes. have to go through that process of interviewing and finding out who that person or that company really is you got to yes. do some background work on yes. the company because that person ultimately represents you at the end of the day exactly. so you got to have someone that's on your team and willing to go the the full length for you and your company because when they succeed when you succeed they succeed 
So it, it's a team. It's a team thing going on here. So let's um, show us the, some of the different colors that you have. You yes. mentioned that you have the four colors. Um, I know your mom is wearing the black, the black fairies this with is the mine. gold. Oh my god! Yes, those the gold. are fire. Those are nice. Yes, she has those are nice. I love those. This is my bestseller, sassy classy. Okay. Um, people love the tortoise frame, and I'm shocked. You know, I thought people, uh, some people are afraid, but it takes a certain kind of woman to rock it. Yes, I love and those too. And then I have moves on the side. That's right. my brand name. Yes, and I yes. wanted to uh, differentiate myself amongst other people because, like I said, the pop abilities are endless mm -hmm. endless mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. eyewear so i wanted moves and i wanted people yes. to be like "Ooh, what's yes. that on the side right. let me take a closer look yeah and talking i get that too all talking points mm -hmm. i get that all the time yeah um this is a rose gold pair i like those um yes I like the rose gold. And it has the gold moves on the side. Yes. So guys, love that. Mirrored lens, so no one can see your eyes. Oh, and, um, good. Mm -hmm. Let me look somebody up and down. You can't. How about little guys? <laughs> the baby. They look good on me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is a cat eye, but I wanted to modernize it because I love old Hollywood. So I wanted to do a cat eye front, mm -hmm. but I wanted to make it modern. So that's why I kind of squared it out at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And cat eye, that's a bow. It's a bow frame too. It's not for everyone either. It's true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Then I have my boss babe frame, the yes. black hair boss babe with the gold on the side, mm -hmm. stainless steel, Mazzuccelli acetate. Yes. Um. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the lens will protect your eyes from the sun rays. Okay, so you guys need to keep that in mind. Yes. Um, then I have another tortoise frame. These are brown. And I love these. Well. Mm. I feel like these are just so sexy. Because brown is sexy. Black is, is beautiful. Yes. So with the gold stainless steel on the side as well. Mm -hmm. So I have one style. Remember, I am a luxury uh, company. So I had to start off with one style. But I got to pick four different colors. Um, okay. yes. Which one you guys like so far? Rose gold, the black on black, the or the brown? The brown. The brown. brown. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then this is how the sassy class. This is what I'm wearing right now. I put my prescription in it. Um, and this is the best seller. And this is how it looks. Um, as and with the shades inside. Nice. So you have your prescription lens in there, right? And these ones. Okay, not, right. in, not in the shades. Not in the shades, but okay. you can if you want to take it to your local office. I'm sure they can make it a shade as well. And I'm actually okay. going to Cancun, Mexico at the end of the month, so I plan on doing that. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Well, I love these, you guys. I don't know which one. I actually like all of them, of course. But <laughs> I think maybe the black ones with the black lens and the gold moves on the side yes. might be my faves, but... I like them all. We're gonna leave them out of here so um, Boss Fam Nation can kind of see, so they can grow on them, so they can go ahead and purchase while they're looking. Cause like, yeah. So we're gonna do that. Those are beautiful. Thank you. I love those. Thank oh my gosh. So we talked about your obstacles. We talked about um, your journey. We talked about um, what you've learned. So what is so rewarding? about what you do. So we talked about the lows and the problems and the, the obstacles. What, yeah. What's the best thing to date that has happened with you and your This your is like so simple, but what I love the most is when people will come up to me and they're like, oh, I love your frame. Oh. And then I'm like, I design them. And they're oh. like, and the shock over their faces. Yes. They're just like, 
how'd you do that? And I feel like it's simple, but that is what I get satisfaction in. Because it's like I started something, and I followed it through, and I'm doing wow. it. <laughs> wow. So that's probably a very good feeling. It to is. To have someone walk up and say, oh, I love those. And you say, oh, this is my design. Yes. Right? I design them. I own the business. Yeah. And then I'm showing them my Instagram, pulling out my cards. And that's so oh. simple. It's so wow. simple, but it's rewarding. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So proud of you. Thank How do you, you compare yourself to to the other eyewear designers out there. I mean, there's there's so many, right? Yes. So how do you how how does Moves Eyewear compare to Gucci and Balenciaga and D and G and Fendi and all of them? You right up there with them, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I'm a black woman. Yeah. Doing it. That's the, the first big difference, right there. That's the first big difference. Mm-hmm. I own a hundred percent of my company. Correct. Design the frames. Um, and like I said, I'm right up there with everyone else. Handmade in Italy, the fashion capital of the world, okay? Yeah. Mazzuccioli, acetate, stainless steel on the side. Yeah. So I feel like just being a black woman in this luxury eyewear, especially because you have a lot of eye, a, a lot of luxury companies, mm-hmm. but you don't see a lot of luxury eyewear owned by a black woman. Right. So I That's feel true. Like That's true. That puts me in a different league of my own. That does. That sets you apart right there. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing I wanted you to mention is that it is a it's a minority owned company. Not just a minority, it's a female minority yes. owned company. You are the CEO of your own eyewear brand. Yes. That's that's <laughs> a major step. That Thank that you. is a major step. Thank you. So yeah, that's something to be proud of, definitely. Um, do you find yourself wearing? Would you even wear another brand? Are you strictly moves? Strictly moves. Strictly moves. Strictly moves. I don't think that's I good. Put on another. I mean, and I love them. Yeah, I see yeah, some yeah. ones that I like, but I feel like moving forward, <laughs> when I got my glasses in November 2020, I picked out my sassy classy and I went straight to the optometrist. And I yes. told my mom, hey, you got to get rid of those. Right. Get your prescription shades. Um, my sister, we're not wearing anything else. I'm wearing moves out wear. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what they say. When you own your own brand, you should wear nothing but your own brand because you represent your brand. So if you're going out in the streets, no matter where you're going, you are representing your own brand. Yes. Yeah, you're representing Moves Eyewear. Yes, but so, I wear these every day. They're yeah. sturdy, and I'm hard on glasses. They're mm-hmm. sturdy. Um, they haven't broken, so good. Yeah, quality <laughs> brand, right? Quality. It's not one you buy. It's another not, and and I think that has to do with them being Italian made. The the texture that they're made from, they're sturdy, they're durable. Not comparable to the $7.99 shades you can find at the beauty supply store. Even yes. though a lot of them look really good, but yes. if, you, if you, yeah, if you sit on them one time, they're they're, they're out gone. of there. They're trash. And that's right? something that I fought with when I was. Um, <laughs> I was so cute. <laughs> but wearing one time. Yeah. And that's something that I really fought with. Like that was a big step for me to, because I could have gone the affordable route, but I was like, I don't wear affordable frames. I wear luxury eyewear, mm-hmm. so I feel like I should sell something that I know about that I that I wear all my life because that's 
you know, it, it'll be easy for me to sell. Right. So that's why I went the luxury route. And I think that might be the harder route, but yeah. I'm getting it done. Yeah, that's good. You got to follow your dream. You yes. don't have to make something cheap. You know, you have um, all calibers of customers. Some people want to pay 10 some want to pay 50 Some will pay what you're offering. Mm -hmm. um, if they want a quality shade and they believe in the brand, they love what they see, yeah, they will buy the brand. Yeah. So people buy what they like. So it's like going in the store. We go, some of us go in the dollar store for one item and come out with a $100 tab because yeah. we saw so much other stuff. Or, you know, no matter what store you go to, mm -hmm. it can be Nordstrom's. We might go in for a shirt, but we still buy what we like. If yes. we see something else in there, we're going to buy it. We're going to buy and it. And that's just, that's the way the female mind works. And I know men are probably like, oh, no, mm -mm. I'm going to buy this t shirt <laughs> and I'm out of but yeah. yeah, but if they have a passion for shades too, they will wear them. There's been so many times where I went into a store and I say, "Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna just spend this amount mm -hmm. and come out spending hundreds of exactly. dollars." Exactly. So, yeah. You are right. People buy. Yeah. They will spend money on what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. And there are, you know, all all different calibers of revenues and incomes out there. Yeah. So go for that. There's tons of money out there. Yeah. People make money. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, don't downplay your brand. Go for it. Go yeah. for it. What are your um, vision? What's your vision for your company? I know you have short-term goals. You have long-term goals. Talk to me about what your immediate goals are. Okay. Okay? That's like this week, this month, this year. Uh -huh. Your short-term goals are what do you expect in the next one to two years, three years, and then your long-term goals. Where do you see your company in maybe five to ten? Okay, so short-term goals, I want to expand into the uh, men's, uh, so moves yes. men, unisex, that would be my short-term goals. Hopefully by the end of the year, I can have that up and running. Mm -hmm. um, Long-term goals, I want to get into tech, so I want to see how I can add tech to glasses. Okay, and you mean like you put them on and you see well, what you explain? the possibilities that. are endless. So, I know Google has a frame where uh, it monitors diabetes. So, okay. Oh. Yes. Oh. So, when you go to the eye doctor, they can look at your um, retina or um, they can look at your eyes and they can tell, okay, your cholesterol is high, your diabetes is um, kind of out of control. Hmm. So, Google has, and if I'm not mistaken, don't call me on that, but I do think it's Google where they made those shades where um, it's can like monitor and that would be like biotech monitor your health so oh, that's one okay. way okay. um that's i know good. yes yeah facebook has um um bluetooth so they have mm -hmm. cameras on it which is kind of mm -hmm. but they have cameras on there mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's probably a market for that too. there's probably a market for that too <laughs> Uh, VR, virtual reality, yeah. and then um, I want to, and so that is my long-term long goal within the five years. Finding a way, a tool on how I can make my glasses, or how I can get into the tech space. Because yeah. tech is another billion dollar industry. It is, well. on top of the eyewear industry alone. Yeah. I love that concept. That is a, yeah, I love it. And everything is tech-based anyway these everything days. Is Everyone is finding some type of way to incorporate something technical Both. into what, yeah. Yes. Tech is the way to go. Yeah. So that would be my five-year yeah. goal. 
and then expand my market. Hopefully, I am running a multi-million dollar business or um, within five years as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys, Elena has already showed she already had sales from my studio audience before the show even started. <laughs> so, and my sponsor again, of course, is here. She has business and before the show even started. So, um, look like it's been a really good evening for my CEO lady bosses yes. that's in the building today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Juicy just walked in to the studio late, but it's okay. <laughs> I, you know, she she let me know she's gonna be late joining us today, but that's fine. Um, definitely also she's one to that can wear she's a um, female rapper that's on the rise in the industry she's yes. doing big things as well so she could probably definitely get it out there and get you a lot more customers as yes. well so um, that is wonderful so where can we get your brand? I mean, where can we go? Yeah, so I have a website, MoosEyewear.com. So go to that website and you can purchase my frames there. I actually just made a code, Real Talk, all lowercase. You can get $49 off, so that will put you at $150. Um, so use code RealTalkMoosEyewear.com. I am also on TikTok at MoosEyewear. And I'm also on Instagram at MoosHour underscore. Lovely, lovely. So I know you had some naysayers. Um, I know your mom is your, is your biggest supporter. <laughs> I already know. I already know. That's what moms do. But I know you had naysayers and people that's like, oh, girl, what are you doing? You, what, what are you doing? Um, how do you, did you encounter any of those people? And even if they didn't say it to your face, did you hear about it behind your back or you know, there's always uh -huh. someone that's going to try to knock you down yeah. when you're trying to go up. So how did you handle that if you encountered that type of resistance? Yes, I actually have. My immediate family has been very supportive. Um, my mother, sister, brother, my, my dad will help me pack glasses. My, <laughs> my sister has gone to all the vending opportunities with me. My brother has passed out business cards, um, bought some to give to his friends with a big following. Yeah, um, so yeah, my immediate yeah. family has been very supportive. Even my aunt, um, she's given me so much business advice and my friends as well helps me with styling my shoot and helps me with uh, making my website as well. So my immediate family and my close friends have been very supportive, mm -hmm. but I've had, had some people like kind of throw shade like, oh, I couldn't start a business. That's a lot. That's not for me. And I know businesses aren't for everybody, but right, right, right. why it's been so, I don't want to say easy, but I didn't think twice about starting a business, and I guess because this is where my passion lies. Exactly. So I didn't feel like I wasn't waking in the, up in the morning like, oh, I gotta make this post, or oh, I have to go to this vending opportunity, mm -hmm. or oh, I have to push uh, these glasses because they sell themselves. Yeah. But it yeah. never felt like I'm doing this because I need to. Like I'm doing like it, it was because a burden. Yeah, like a burden. Mm -hmm. And I'll get comments like that. It um. It just feels like, okay, I love to do it, so it doesn't feel like I'm running a business, I'm having fun. Right, right. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. So. Well, that's right. When you're doing what you love, it's not work, right? Yeah. It, it could get cumbersome at times when, yes. you, when it feels like that's all you're doing, <laughs> but at the same time, it's still rewarding. It's rewarding. It's rewarding, especially it's rewarding. with the, yeah, the preparation part of it, you know, going to do what you have to do may be cumbersome because you're tired, but... 
once yeah. you get into it's what really, you're doing, it's like you you're in your zone. zone. You're in your zone. Yes. And yeah. I ask God for this blessing, so I know He won't give me any way that I can handle. Yes. So yes. I know that I can. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I feel you on that. Yes. So I'm just sticking to with that. Then I have comments like. Oh, those aren't for me. That style isn't for me. And I'm like, okay, for yeah. some type of woman. Mm-hmm. You may not be that woman. And that's totally fine. Maybe in the next couple of years, I'll have something you like. Exactly. Just keep it pushing, keeping it positive, because I can't let anybody mess up my my space, my yeah. energy. Uh, your protect vibes. your peace, protect your uh, heart. heart. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. most important. I'm not yes. going to let anybody rain on my parade. Yes. I love it. You always have your own golf-size umbrella. Yes. No raining over here, <laughs> right? Um, do you see yourself making anything else in addition to, to, yes. to glasses in yes. the future? So I do want to design another women's frame, and I want to design a unisex frame and a frame just for men. So mm-hmm. I feel like those would be like my immediate goals, and that's what I want to do moving forward within the next couple of months. So okay. God willing. Yes, that. that is wonderful. Definitely looking forward to the the men or the unisex yes. ones, ones that men can wear. Yes. Um, yeah, I know a lot of men that wear shades. Like men wear shades a lot. They you would do. think that they don't, but they wear they shades just as do. much as women. They really do. And wear, I see men in the club. It's dark. And they will have on their shades. The mirrored frame, yes, to date, yes, these have the mirrored frame, so um, people will not be able to see your eyes in this, Um, right? Be able to see themselves in the frame that's very, very popular, so they can see themselves looking at you, yeah, you can see them, and you can see them, like, let me, let me check, okay, all right, so uh, and I feel like these are good for brunch. I call yes. these the rose all day. Okay. So I feel like this is a good brunch frame yes. on a Sunday. You have your mimosas and your chicken yes. and waffles. I feel like these pair well with yeah. that. I think that's going to be my fave. So we got the rose all day. Rose we got the boss babes here. Babes. This is getting the mood because I feel like these are sexy. Getting in the mood. Brown is sexy and it's a tortoise. Okay. With okay. The gold on the side. And then the, my best seller, tortoise mm-hmm. frame as well. Sassy. Yeah. Classy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just caught a sassy classic. So I feel like it's classy, a little bougie, but it has a little sass. It has a little sass. And this, exactly. exactly. And this is the only one that has black on the side. Mm-hmm. But the moves um, is stainless steel. Um, and like that Monticelli acetate that is yes. very and it's eco friendly as well. Eco friendly, yes. that's always good too. Yeah, made in Italy. And made in Italy. What? The and then the black frame with the gold that your yes. mom's wearing. What? What? What is that one called? Or is all her personal frames the, with um, her lenses? Yes, yeah, right? she has a prescription in her frames. Like okay. I said, you can take them to your local optometrist mm-hmm. and get the prescription put in your frames. Yeah, and I felt like black. I feel like that's just like a boss babe. That's what my yeah. boss babe. I like um, it. Black and bold. Yes. With the gold stainless steel on the side as I well. I love it. I like them all. Yeah. And it complements her hair. Jeez. I know. <laughs> it does. Exactly. 
She's flossing over there, Boss Fam Nation. You can't see Miss Grant, but she's flossing over here. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to take a question or two from the audience. Does anyone have any questions for Elena? Hi, I'm Tina. And um, you mentioned you would expand your brand to the male, considering the male consumer. Would you, because you experienced as a child wearing glasses, would you ever expand it into um, shades for children that can also convert the frames? Mm, yeah, good question. That is a great question. I do. I actually um, have a niece who's five months old, so um, I do want to expand for children. That's great. That's a great question. Yes. Uh, because for those little girls that felt like me, um, having to wear glasses and you're just starting out and you may be in middle school or elementary, whatever it is, and you don't feel comfortable wearing frames, I want to create a stylish frame for those uh, little boys and girls so they can feel, you know, so they can feel good. Mm, yes. And they can express themselves. Like, I'm always, I feel like with glasses, like I said, I grew up wearing all kinds. They would be really big. They would have the swirlies on the side, just very dramatic. Right. So, I feel like that's a way to express yourself as well. So. That's good. That is an excellent question, yes. Tina. Thank um, you, because I was one of I was one of those girls that wore wore glasses <laughs> starting in the sixth grade. So you were already at an awkward stage. Yeah. So having that would be great. Yeah. Yes. That is a well, we can relate on that. <laughs> that is such a good question. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I feel awkward. I feel so awkward. And it is because you're hit, hitting puberty and it's like, oh, this is another thing. And then you have mm -hmm. those bullies who are going to talk about me. Yeah. But I didn't let it get to me. Wow. And I made it into a business. Yes. <laughs> One question um, um, as a hitch off of what Tina proposed as far as the children's eyewear. Are your glasses able to hold the bifocal lenses? Because you know they're they're thick, right? They're yeah. a lot thicker. They call them Coca Cola bottles back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. But will that will these glasses accommodate yes. a bifocal? Actually, my mother like has bifocals in oh. hers. You can't see the line. I, they've made it to where they took out the line, wow. and it's very okay. thin. Um, and I also wanted to make it big enough because when they sent me the first uh, prototype, it was kind of small, but I knew I wanted to put the prescription in it. So I wanted it to be kind of big uh, when you put a prescription in it. So it does accommodate bifocals. And that's a little oh, that's tip great. as well. I always picked shades. I never picked the regular because you can pick prescription uh, frames where they're only for prescription and then you pick shade frame. I would always go towards the shade frame because I felt like yeah, they were yeah. a little bit the thickness is a little bit thick and they're a little bit more dramatic and it's it's heavier but i like i'm a i'm a girl that's gonna pick the dramatic the bigger <laughs> so yeah. i would always pick a shade frame and get a prescription put in it so that yes. was important to me when i was designing it as well and i thought about my mother when i designed it so yes she that is amazing you've got all the bases covered yes so that's two things we need to look forward to the menswear or the unisex wear and then uh frames that are children's size mm -hmm. children's size mm -hmm. so just off the cuff for the children's lenses you think they'll be shaped the same as these or is that something you have to go to the laboratory and think about um yes i want to i'm going to look at the trends which trendy go on tiktok see what the kids are wearing uh -huh. and do my research um and design a frame fit for uh 
a young a young man or woman. Okay, yes. I love that. So yes. those should definitely be unisex, right? Yes, the ones that you make for the children should yes. just already be unisex. I'm thinking that would yeah. be good, and not this particular frame. Frame, yes. Okay, I'm, I'm definitely gonna switch it up. The next women's frame, I want to switch it up. I might mm-hmm, go like the mm-hmm. rectangular route because that is very trendy now. It is. Yeah. Um. So I've been thinking. I've yeah. been doing my research. Yes. I'm excited. I need to get back into my creative bag yes. and start sketching. Yes, so. a lot of room for growth. Yes, it is. That is <laughs> so amazing. So we're going to, I'm going to ask you guys one more question. So I know someone has a question, so go ahead and think of what that is, okay? But before we give that question or ask that question, I wanted to reiterate to you guys that may have joined us late that the customized set that we have here today is the top-notch, A-plus, five-star work mm-hmm. of K Occasions. Mm-hmm. They decorated my set today. They are sponsoring the show today. This set is amazing. They yes. are top-notch event mm-hmm. planning planners, you guys. They are into event planning. So if you have any events that are coming up, they do all events. Um, they're amazing. Need I say more? And they put this together in... Two and a half out, two hours. Okay, they arrived around four thirty or so, and they were done by the time I made it to the studio today. So not only are they elegant, top notch, five star, they're fast. What more can I say? Right. So this is just amazing, you guys. I don't know what else to say. Um, again, I want to thank my sponsors so very much. K Occasions. You can find them on Instagram at. Occasions, please, please, please look them up for your next event. If you forget the name, you can always go back and pull up today's show. It'll be on all live streaming platforms. It's going to be uploaded to YouTube um, with all the edits. The full editing is going to be done and available on my YouTube channel tomorrow by one o'clock. Um, yeah, they're amazing. If for some reason you don't want to go through the hassle of trying to find them, remember the name. You can always DM me, and I will put you in direct contact with K Occasions. Okay? Please look them up, you guys. They're absolutely amazing. Okay? We're going to ask one more question. One more question from the audience. We got we got two questions. We'll go with you first. Oh, my name's Colette, and what do you do in your spare time when you don't want to design glasses? Nothing to do with glasses, Helena. That's a great question. (laughs) And I found out that this was really important to me during the pandemic when I could not do it. And this is very simple, too. I love to go to a good happy hour or brunch with my girlfriend. Yes, you can have me to the Yes, (laughs) we can. You know, Houston has... Houston is so culture, and they have yes. so many different happy hours. The so possibilities many. are limitless. And I just love getting that energy out, telling my girlfriends, like, hey, I'm dating this person. I'm doing this. I'm working on this. And we're just exchanging information yes. and exchanging energy. Oh, so that, yes. I found that that was really important to me during the pandemic when I could not do it. It's important to release that energy it and is. not have it bottled up just for oh. your mental stability. Oh, my God. Very so good. that is what I like to do in my free time when I'm not. And that's a good question. Don't forget your question. But that's a good question because a lot of men don't understand how can you and your girlfriends go to happy hour and stay for five or six hours? (laughs) (laughs) It feels like an hour to us, but it's because like 
And we can just say that we have, each of us have so much we want to talk about, chat about, get caught up on. And, and that takes a while. We can't just do it in an hour, okay? So we're speaking to all the men out there just wondering, yes, we stayed in happy hour for five to six hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, another question. Yes, hi. My name is Nikki. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I do have a question. So, um, I know you're strictly online. Are you wanting to go, like, to Living Crafters and places like that? Like, that in, a like a storefront? Yes, I don't know. Is. That's hard to do. I don't know the... I'm glad you asked that, that because okay. I forgot. Yeah. I am in Smith's Opticians, so you can oh, go. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. 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 And get your lenses put in those frames, you guys. Okay? 
All right. You're amazing. Thank you. So, do you have any advice for anyone that's out there that's wanting to start a business or yeah. something similar? What do you have? Um, wise words for them. What's for you is for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let anything get in the way of that. Keep your eye on the prize. And, like, you may not see results in the beginning, but don't let that deter you. Just keep going. Like, a lot of people give up within the first year or even the first three years, but you have to keep going. It takes, like, at least five years to really hit that mark. So, I plan to keep going. Don't give up. I feel like find your passion. And that'll make it a lot easier as well. So, that would be my advice. Keep, keep going. Keep, keep going. But find your passion, though. Your passion will lead you to your purpose. Yes, so that is very true. You got to find out what you're passionate about yes. and make that something that you can turn into revenue. Because yeah. when I was laid off during the pandemic, I really spent a lot of time. I was so down. Yeah. I was so down. And I just kept seeing a lot of things when I did my research, like how do people start like Oprah? Mm-hmm. Um, even Nipsey Hustle, like, and they all said, like, find your passion. Right. And then you're going to put that effort in. And I do believe what's for you is for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, and that'll just lead you right into your purpose. Yeah. And don't forget to pray about it. If they're, if you're a praying person, don't forget to pray about it. And there's going to be hills and valleys. You're going to yes, have good is. days. You're going to have bad days, but just keep going. Cause every, it seemed like every time I fell down or like, why am I doing this? Something good always happens. Mm-hmm. God always do something in there mm-hmm. to keep me motivated. Correct. So, yes, yes. Right. That's good. Well, thank you so much for those final words. We really appreciate that. And I hope someone out there learned today that Living Proof here, you've got a minority female CEO of a designer eyewear company in an industry that is a $140 billion with a B industry. There's room out there. So whatever your passion is, you guys, turn that into your purpose and turn that passion and that purpose into some lucrative revenue. Okay? Always have a plan. Surround yourself with people that support and love you. Be strategic in your planning. Put it all down on paper. Make it a trademark or get your DBA, get your LLC, whatever it is you need to do. And make sure that your hard work and your efforts efforts isn't stolen by someone else. Mm -hmm. And like Alina said, do not give up. Don't give up. Okay, we, we up. We Yay. up. All right, thank you guys so much. This is our season finale. We are about to pop some bottles over here and celebrate the end of this season. And just stay tuned for when I'm starting my season three. Of course, we're taking a break. Starting season three in a few weeks, maybe six. And we'll be back. All right, thank you guys so much. Carlotta B signing off from Real Talk Houston Studios. Love you, love you, love you, love you. Love you.